0: Welcome to the Life's Necessities and Luxuries radio show. Today, our host, Dawn Marie Nutel, your life's commodities broker, will bring you fashion, beauty tips, business acumen, teach you where to find the life's greatest necessities and the finest luxuries. Now, here's Dawn Marie. Hey, it's Dawn Marie. Welcome back to another episode of Life's Necessities and Luxuries. I hope you guys are doing well with everything going down and that your families are safe and that you are able to continue to work or Hopefully, if you're not working, your unemployment is coming in and you guys are making ends meet. I do know how it is to not have a job and not get paid much money. And uh, unemployment down here in Florida was only like $275 a week. And I've been on that a couple of times. And let me tell you, it is very difficult. So uh, if you have a family, I totally get it. And I pray that you will come out of this. And that's why I'm actually recording this session today because I want you to think about some things that you can do that's going to help you move down the line. Do you know what I'm saying? So that you can start your own business or find an alternative means to Working because you may not go back to the norm, right? They're saying that this world is not ever going to go back to its normal ways. And so, what I'm thinking to try to help you think of some things that you've done in the past, maybe as a child, go back to the childhood days and start to think of some of the things that you really had a passion to do, that you just didn't have enough time in the day to do them, that whenever you had a free opportunity, you were on it, whether it was making clothing for your Barbie dolls, like I used to do, or it was just painting or drawing, or maybe you played, um, different games and you made up your own games or whatever it might be. Start to think about those things and really think hard on them to see what it is that you can do that you might be able to start a part-time business with. And who knows, maybe that part-time business can go full-time. So there are so many different things that people are doing to get creative, to make that extra money. And, um, one of the things that I like to do is just, you know, take a pad and paper and sit outside by yourself and maybe you sit at the beach or maybe you're at a pond or a lake or just sitting under a tree. But try to spend some time outdoors so that you can think about some of the different things that you used to love to do when you were a kid. Because maybe you can start teaching that. So let's say you're really good at making ceramics or maybe you do mosaic tiles or you just know how to do the DIY things and you can create things. You can start making them again and just sell them on Etsy and see how it goes. You never know. It might just take off and you got a whole fledged business going. Or you may think about doing some kind of affiliate work, right, where you can just sell other products and programs and services something that you believe in. Um, I, I have some that I believe in that I sell that I try to put out there, but I'm actually going to do more of that because I, I have them. I just don't really utilize them. And there's something that I really believe in these products and programs. So I really want to be able to help are listening, who are struggling and looking for different things or looking for different ways to make their careers better or make their lives better. Because I feel like if I have something that I know is going to help you, I want to share it because I want you guys to have it in your little hands as soon as I get a hold of it. Because it's important to me, at least, to know that I'm able to help somebody out to help them whichever way I can. And you know, I've always looked at other mentors and coaches throughout my career that have helped me get to the next step, get to the next step, keep me motivated, keep me going. And especially when I would beat myself up and get all down on myself because it wasn't going the way I planned it to go. And so I have to keep struggling to keep going and keep myself motivated. And we all have to do that to ourselves. And one of the quickest ways I found is through listening to others who have made it in that area that it is that they're in, and they give you those little nuggets of, I call them little nuggets of gold, you know, so that you can use that one little piece of information, which can really make an instrumental difference in your life. And I can't begin to tell you how many webinars I've taken since 2008 or so. It started off with one here and one there, but I was always going to conferences. I was always reading books on self-improvement and personal development, and that's what got me to write the book because I felt like I got all this information from all of these coaches that I've studied with for over 30 years. How can I give it back to the world, to the universe? And how can I, you know, make it fun and interesting so that we can read it and understand it and kind of start implementing those things into our lives. Um, now, do I do everything perfectly all the time? No, I have a lot of things that I struggle with, but I do have to push myself just like everybody else out there and really, you know, try to structure my morning so that I know like, this is my day. And if things go out of whack, it's not going to get done. And that's why so many different roadblocks happen with this book. It's amazing where I felt like somebody was trying to stop me from getting it done. I mean, I had things happen from I was still working and loss of a job or I had uh, my sister who who was killed by a truck in the street one morning. Uh, He didn't see her. It was dark and it was winter. And he just, you know, just drug her body and praying that she died instantly, that she didn't struggle and she didn't uh, have any kind of pain and that it was quick and over with. But I had so many different things happen. I I made a list at one point and I can't find it because I was looking for it the other day. But it's just amazing that when you're trying to do something that's important to you and that you feel can be instrumental to helping others, that there's always going to be this outer, I call it like the outer force that's trying to stop you. Now I know God put it on my heart to do this book and so I, I wonder, you know, if it's the devil trying to block that, that work. But, you know, you may not believe in God, but maybe you just believe in a higher power or the universe or whatever you believe in. It's important to realize, like, if you know that you have 50 things on your tasks list that you want to get done today, you really need to kind of prioritize it so that you can say, okay, you know what? Realistically, I'm probably not going to get all these 50 things done, but maybe if I can get two of these things done, I'll be a happy camper, right? I'm building these courses right now and I still have some modules to record, but I know that at least I got the part completed, but now I still have to record it. So I feel like, okay, well, you know what? I got that part done, which was the hardest part, which is building it, right? So now the recording part to me is the easiest part. I did record the videos that have to go inside, but I want it to be recorded in one full so that all of the recordings are within the recording. Does that make sense? So, you know, there's editing and there's all these different things that go into shooting videos and all these different things, but I'm going back to your list. So if you have 50 things on your list, We all have to be realistic to say, you know, you know, and then you know that you know that you know that you're not going to get them all done that day. Just let yourself roll them over into the next day until they get completed. Because once you stop thinking about them and you don't see them right in front of your face every day, you're not going to get to where you want to go. So think about some of those ways that you can block out those moments of time for yourself. Even if that means you have to get up at five instead of at six, just to have that extra hour in the day that no one's going to interrupt you. Maybe the kids, maybe your husband's still asleep. You don't have to worry about anything, but you can focus. And believe me, you can get so much done in one hour's time of focused time than trying to multitask and get everything done. Because guess what? It doesn't happen. It doesn't get finished. But if you take 60 minutes and you set the clock and the alarm on your phone for 60 minutes and you say, okay, I'm just going to work on whatever that thing is, you will be blown away to see what you can do in that hour. And you can even do this for shorter periods of time. There have been... Moments in time where I would be on the subway going to work in the morning or on the express bus going to work in Manhattan, and I'd say, Okay, you know what? Today I need to do this, 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 and this. And I would sit on the bus for 40 minutes, whatever it was, and no one was there to interrupt me. And I had a seat and I could just focus. It was amazing what I could get done. And so I started doing it more and more, and it was easy because it was like, Well, I have to sit here anyway for 40 minutes. And the one thing you don't want to do is ever say that you're killing time. I hate that phrase, like, you have no Idea because you don't want to kill time because time is your friend. I mean, we only have so much of it, and you don't want to kill it, don't waste it. I mean, I find time to be very, very precious, especially after I was hit by the drunk driver when I was 22 years old and I almost lost my life. It really opened my eyes to say, Wow, life is really fragile, life is just it flies by so quickly. And if you just flounder around every day thinking, Oh, well, you know, I'll wait till tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. You know, you may be 50 years old by the time that happens. And then you're going to say, oh, I'm too old. I'm too old. I'm too old. But you're never too old to begin again. And so I've seen many people reinvent themselves and reinvent themselves in every decade of their lives. And they get into these amazing jobs or they change careers and they just had the desire to do something different. And they went for it and they achieved it and they were successful in it. And don't be afraid to fail because, you know, as Lisa Nichols, which I love her, She says, you know, fail forward. And I love that because you know what? With every failure, there's a lesson that you learn. And in each lesson, you will grow with that lesson. So believe it or not, you want to have those failures because they're going to open your eyes to say, oh, you know what? That's not really gonna work out so well. So I've got to do something different. And the things I tell like some of the people when I have my other show in The Little Drummer Girl is that you know if you're a performing artist and you wanna make it big and you wanna get here and you wanna do this, it's really a competitive market. And I used to say You know, try doing something different. You know, maybe being on stage is wonderful and great and dandy, but you may not be able to get the gigs that you want to get, and you may not be able to make the money that way. So maybe in the interim, you start taking, you know, teaching lessons on how to play guitar or drums or whatever it is, so that you're still doing the thing you love, but it's a different doorway. And then in time, you may be able to get those other gigs. But in the meantime, you're still doing your passion. And I've always said, you know, you don't have to quit your jobs. You don't have to just say, oh, you know, I'm going to become an entrepreneur. And then, you know, there's no safety net. Now, I can't live that way. I know a lot of people say, oh, you got to have two years worth of salary in the bank. Well, that's great. But I could never do that. I had great jobs in New York City when I lived there, but they didn't pay much. And I've always struggled with finances. And then after being hit several times it fallen into the sink hole i mean my finances were like pfft, totally done fried, okay, like a empanada. <laughs> anyway, they were fried, they were sizzled, and I am still in the shithole, but I still have to find ways to just get creative and still say, hey, you know what? I always said, if I'm not rich, I'm still going to be happy because you know what? There's so many things that I'm blessed with. I have a house that I live in that I'm not living in the street. I mean, there I have clothes on my back. I have food on the table. I have hot water to wash my body with every morning and, you know, towels to dry off with and, and a bed to sleep in at night. You know, there's so many people... In different parts of the world that don't have any of those things and they consider them luxuries but you know what we just take this stuff for granted so think about all of those blessings you have and if you can start your morning just thinking of three to five things that you're grateful for you're going to be in a great mood every day you will because you'll realize you know what what why am i fussing over this stupid little stuff because, you know, don't sweat the small shit because it's just small shit. And you know what? The next day you won't even remember why you were so upset over it. So is it worth it? No. I mean, I keep getting into these little tats sometimes with my boyfriend and I'm like, why are we arguing? It's ridiculous because, you know, in the big scheme of things, it really doesn't matter. These little things don't matter. And the things that do matter are having the love and giving somebody that love back and getting the love to you. And if you live with love and you live through love and you live by love, then you're always going to be happy. And even if you're alone and you're single and you're just like, oh, I'm alone. And yeah, it sucks sometimes to feel alone. But you know what? God is always with you and you're never alone. So think about having the time to yourself to do something great, you know, like I can take that class right now. I can learn how to do something fun or just start cooking better meals and getting creative in the kitchen. Or maybe you just want to do a project and, you know, revamp your place or your home or whatever it is. Just because you're single now, you actually have the time to do it. Because trust me, when you get involved with somebody, you don't always get the flexibility of having that time again. And that's something that I've had to deal with, which has really been one of my struggles is setting boundaries. So that I know I don't get resentful because if I feel like I'm doing everything for them and I'm always with them and I don't have the time to have for myself, then I start to feel like, okay, I'm not getting what I need to fill my well and I'm giving to them and then I'm starting to feel... This is, I'm spiraling and I'm going down the rabbit hole again. And I did that with a 10-year relationship with my second fiance and it was horrible. I lost myself in the process. I mean, it was just something I would never want you guys to go through. And if you find that you give somebody too much of yourself, then I want you to start putting up those boundaries and I want you to start thinking about some things that you can do. You can say, honey, you know, I can't do that today because... You have plans to do this, this, and this. And especially, you know, if you're one forgiving them all the time, all the time, they're going to start to be like, what do you mean? What do you mean you're not available? What do you mean you can't see me? What do you mean? And they may start to, you know, not like that so much, but you're going to have to train them to get over it and let them figure it out and say, oh, you know what, honey, you can do that. If it's laundry, how about you do your laundry and I'll do my laundry? If it's about shopping, how about, you know what, honey, I'll go this week and next week you do the shopping. If you start to split things up and give them tasks to do, most likely they're going to do the tasks without even thinking about it and be like, oh, okay, and they're going to do it. And it's really us in our heads, in our minds, I think. And we put them, how do I say this nicely? We kind of put them on a... Uh, an expectation. You know, we give them so much that they start to expect it because we've always done it that way. But if you realize what you're doing and you put the brakes on and say, let me see, what can I do? Let me back that up a minute uh how about you take the kids to school today and how about you do this today and how about you try to help me with that if you start to set up those boundaries you'll free up some time to really look at the things that you want to do in your life that feeling really happy and fulfilled and knowing that you're doing the thing that you love And like I said, even if it's just part time, even if it's just one day a week in the beginning until you can start to do it more frequently. I mean, when I started doing seminars and talks and helping women and men with their wardrobe needs or their skin concerns, I was like so ecstatic because when I got into the room and they were enjoying it and absorbing it and asking me questions and I could help them with their concerns and they... Didn't know a lot of stuff when I would talk about skincare. Like I studied all the skincare for many years as I was modeling when I was younger and things like that. And I was in theater. So I was always dealing with makeup and costumes and hair and this and that. So I was always reading the magazines and trying to learn about skincare because I was just, I found it very interesting. But then I wind up working for Clinique in the headquarters in their offices in their marketing department. And I had to take classes basically to stay on the job. And I also had to work in the field twice a year at a counter of my choice I remember one time I went to Florida because uh, I said can I go anywhere they said sure and I said all right so I went on my vacation to Florida I worked two days and spent the rest of the time on my vacation and I loved it and so when I I left the job there I started to do that part-time in the field And became a skin technician. And I really, really loved it. Because women and men have a lot of concerns. I mean, sometimes we have acne. And I used to get cystic acne. And it was very painful. It's very embarrassing. And it breaks down your self-confidence. So I know, like, when you're not feeling great, whether it's on the inside or the outside it all reflects us in our heads in the way that we present ourselves to the world and i always found that you know if you throw on a little makeup and you throw on a little clothing that's a little bit nicer than sweatpants you start to feel good and then you start to smile a little bit more And when you smile a little bit more it's infectious and people start to smile back and the next thing you know you're starting up conversations you get to know people a little bit more because if you're always frowning it's not going to be fun because no one's going to want to be around you, right? Because they're going to say, I don't need this Debbie Downer. I want to be a <laughs> puppy upper. So let's, let's try to get something that's a lot more fun and vibrant. And try to get that life force back in you. If you feel that you've lost it or you're feeling very depressed and sad. Because right now, there's a lot going on that can make us feel depressed and sad. And one of the things that I stopped doing probably back in the early 90s was I stopped watching the news. And reading the newspapers, because every time I saw the front of a newspaper on the post or whatever newspaper it was, it was just like, ugh, you know? And I just stopped reading it. I stopped watching it. I figured, you know what? If it's something important, I'll hear it from somebody else. And I would. And of course, I don't want to be ignorant. I want to learn about what I need to know. But I find that I don't need to hear all the bad news, because I know there's all bad news out there. So why do I want to hear it? Like I don't need to have that going into my psyche, into my subconscious mind to get me more fearful. Because even with the fear, you've got to get strong enough to do it anyway. And if you keep getting sucked into the media and listening to everything they're talking about and the doom and gloom, you're going to start to feel doom and gloom, right? So I just don't pay attention to it. I know it's there. I know to be careful when I go to the stores. I know to wear my mask and my gloves and all that stuff. But It's like, hey, you know what? It's there, but I'm not going to let it run my life. And I'm still going to be a happy camper. I'm still going to try to push through all this. I'm still going to work on my projects, do the things that I need to do. And at the end of the day, I can go to sleep with a clear conscience and feel like, okay, I can sleep. Although sometimes lately I haven't been able to sleep so well. And I think it's because I did the stupid thing of having like some kind of fruit at night and then the sugar is just keeping me awake. So if You find that you're getting strange dreams at night or you can't sleep. Think about some of the things that you eat. I don't mean to change topics, but since I'm on it, I might as well say it. It might be something that you're eating that could be spiking up the sugar and making you awake, or if you're drinking coffee. I find that I can't drink coffee past six PM because then I definitely would be like, Okay, I can't sleep. It's eleven thirty. And I get up at five, so or five thirty sometimes. And one of those things is that, you know, you need to have your rest. And if you're not sleeping, That's another factor that can really fuck you up, excuse the expression, but if you don't get your rest, it's going to make you feel out of sorts and out of whack and then you may have more pain in your body and you're not going to have, you know, you're not going to be in a good mood, basically, and you're going to drag your ass all day and who wants that? I mean, there's nothing worse than when you didn't sleep and you have to work and you have to focus and you have to be on and you have to, you know, do your thing. Whether it's taking care of the kids, whether it's, you know, going to work, whether it's just maintaining your household and you have a whole bunch of stuff to do. If you're exhausted, you're not going to want to do any of that shit, right? So think about some of those things and really try to get an extra hour in there at night because you'll start to see like, wow, I feel a lot better. And over a couple of weeks, you're really going to feel the difference and you're going to want to get to sleep at night. I know that I I look forward to my nighttime sleep time because that's when your body regenerates. That's when your body heals itself. You need to have the sleep to do all that stuff, right? Plus your skin loves sleep and you know, you look a lot more rosier and fresh and healthy when you sleep. So if you're not sleeping, try to get the rest. And definitely while we're talking about these health matters, you might as well, I'm going to throw it in there, drink more water. I know. I know. I know what you're saying. I don't like water. I don't like the way it tastes. Blah, blah, blah. I hear you because I never drank it as, uh, you know, my early 20s. It was rare. I might go to the water cooler when I worked at MCA Music, grab a cup of water, but I didn't sit there with, you know, eight bottles of water a day. And instead I drank a lot of coffee, which I think was causing the cystic acne. Because I wasn't eating properly, I wasn't getting the nutrition my body needed, I wasn't getting any of the vitamins and supplements that our bodies need and crave. Did you ever crave, oh, I gotta have some oranges? Now, it could be because you need some vitamin C or, you know, you want a, a really big salad today. And it could be because you need that A, C, and e, K vitamins that come from those greens you know. So try to incorporate more salads into your day so that you can say you know I'm not just eating bad shit all the time. I'm actually trying to get better and I'm not saying you have to change it overnight but if you start incorporating those little things guess what your body's actually going to start craving them. I mean, I can't, like, I have to have my smoothies and I'm like, oh, I need my green smoothie. Like, I I start to feel like if I didn't have it for a few days or a week or two goes by and if I didn't have one, I'm like, oh, shit, I need that smoothie. I'm missing that. You know, where is it? So I'll start making them again. And so... It's really easy. You can you can make some of them. I make them in batches sometimes and then I freeze them in individual containers so that I can just pull one out and have it the night before I pull it out and put it in the refrigerator so the next morning it's been deforested and it's ready to go with me to the office because I do work uh, in the office. I've been doing some contract work with this healthcare company and school and I've just been like, okay, I want to stay, you know, want to don't want to eat bad because I have a tendency that if I don't pack my food, I will wind up eating some crappy food and then I regret it later because then it's just putting the pounds on me and it's like my thyroid and hormones don't need it who does need it right so stay healthy stay fit um you know they closed up the gyms they closed up all these my pools and stuff where I work out here at my place and so it's been really tough for me so I'm just gonna go for a walk after work and so I'll take a walk but you know, working out at home, sometimes you need somebody to push you. You need that trainer. Or you just need to be around the environment to see others working out and getting fit or people who are struggling like we all do and say, oh, yeah, I'm there too. At least I see her or him struggling and I don't feel so bad. So... All these little things, you know, just have it on the top of mind so that you can say, you know what, I'm going to do it this way. I'm going to start incorporating these little things. And now you have the time to do it. Now's the time to get it done. Especially if you're looking to start that part time business. Now's the time to do it because you have that extra time. It's like a gift from God saying, hey, here's a second chance. It's never too late. What can you do? Let's get the ball rolling. And I'll tell you, the easiest way to start is to just take your first step. Now, maybe it's just looking at something on YouTube and starting a binder and start pulling in some research. Create a few tabs for whatever it is that you need and start making a binder. Start taking the teleclasses. Start looking up, you know, talk to people who you might know of that are in that industry. Call them up or email them and say, hey, do you mind if I pick your brain on this? I'm looking to get into this and I have some questions. People love to talk about themselves and they'll be happy to give you that time to talk with them, especially now you can grab them because they're home, you know? All right, my lifers, thank you again for joining me. And I really hope that you all stay safe and sound and that you can really live your dreams and start to live the life that you want. And if you haven't picked up a copy of the book, It has been released. Yay! Finally! It's taken for freaking ever. But I am only selling it right now for a dollar to raise money for a couple of charities that I really want to give to. So I'm hoping that you can help with my efforts. If you go to 151secrets.com, that's 151secrets.com. And if you scroll down on the right hand side of the page, you'll see the orange buy it now button. And there's also a video on there which will explain a little bit more about the book. So if you're interested, please check that out. It's about a minute long, but I'll tell you more about it and you'll see the website and there's so much fun in there and it can make your life just, you know, even if you don't read the book and you just use everything else that goes with it, you'll just have fun. And if you join us on the Facebook group, you know, pick up a copy, read it, and then come join us over there. I'd love to have you and finally get to meet you guys face to face. Well, not face to face, but Facebook to Facebook and I would love to do a retreat sometime soon, maybe when these things blow over so that if you're in the area, maybe you can come down and join me on that. All right, my lifers, remember to live lovingly, peacefully, happily, successfully, luxuriously and necessarily. Until the next time, bye for now. If you like what you hear, tell someone. If you like what you hear, be a dear and pass it on. Don't forget to stop at our website, www.lifesnecessitiesandluxuries.com for more tips, tricks, tutorials to live a very necessary and luxurious life.